Hi there. Val coming back, yeah. Let's see if there's anything. I was just uh, posting reels and stuff. Let's see what's going on with my subscription. Most dangerous assassination in the shooting the Kirshner. Politicon. Oh, shit. Oh, notify me. Bummer. Seminary Mysteries dog documentary. Bummer. It was a Bible copy of some ancient text. Yes, it was. Cosmetic consumer indicted. Stream 16 hours ago. Yeah, it's the Mary Trump show. Indicted on the Mary Trump show. Political. Good evening. YouTube channel. <coughs> Yay! Um, breaking news. Yay! As they say. Welcome. To this emergency session. Oh my God! Of the Mary Crump show. Where my sunglasses? We're using the word emergency loosely in this case because it's not a bad emergency. In fact, everybody, get out your shepherd. Pop those corks because there has been, after seven decades of waiting, an indictment against Donald J. Trump. Yes. Has been announced out of the New York DA's office. We do not know yet what the charges are. We're not here to speculate irresponsibly or drink irresponsibly for that matter. Oh, I'm here. leaving. This you, is can, you can drink as irresponsibly as you want as long as you don't operate heavy machinery. Okay, <laughs> Kurt, I have a strange feeling you're going to be kind of busy tonight with media hits, so. Why don't you start? And I have to confess, I'm I'm not entirely sure what to do with myself. It's a little weird. It's like not quite sinking in yet. Yeah. Um. I mean, first of all, it, it's it's almost comical because everything that we thought we knew about this situation was completely wrong. Like everybody wrong. was wrong. So, uh, Except right. Right, yes, yes. Midas Touch well, let that was be right. a lesson to, to, to everybody. Um, the, the back and forth of this over the last... Karen Agnifilo uh, was right. ...has really been something. Um, but the most important thing here is, and there's going to be a lot of noise, a lot of misinformation. Uh, it's going to go into full, uh, full gear. You know, it, it, everyone needs to understand that this wasn't a single individual making a unilateral decision to indict the former president of the United States. This was a jury, a grand jury. That means, you know, I think eight of the 12 at least people. had to sign off after hearing the evidence, after hearing testimony, after hearing from all sides that are a part of this, they then collectively made a decision to indict Donald Trump. I don't think it was lost on those jurors, the, the gravity, the historical nature of the proceeding that they were involved in. I don't think that uh, neither them nor the Manhattan DA's office is going to pursue something like this with so much at stake haphazardly, uh, and that they all reached the conclusion that the burden of proof was not just met, but frankly exceeded beyond any possible reasonable doubt uh, 
and, and so they made. They don't decision. have to meet that standard. Right. Though. That's true. That's, I don't. I really want to. As a lawyer, I'm going to. No, tell no, no. You. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm saying just the human nature side of this, as a, a, a knowing what was going to happen, knowing the gravity of the situation, knowing um, all that's going to happen in terms of the fire that's going to be brought right to their doorstep by Trump's allies and propagandists. As a human being, and I'm and I'm saying this not as a legal expert. I'm not a legal expert, but just as a, I think it's just human nature that when you look at what's going to go on and you get these presentations and these evidence and this testimony, like in the back of your mind, you are aware that this is a big deal. This is not just your average trial or or situation or you know you know congregation. Like this is historic and will be scrutinized to the nth degree and that at some point your identity could be exposed and your life could be in danger because you are a part of this uh, you know i think those are all elements that from a human standpoint i think is really interesting and compelling and you know and it shouldn't be lost on us as again the legal experts are going to weigh in on this there's going to be a lot of legal discussions as well there should be but I do think that there is a human element of this, and I think that's important because what's going to happen next is people like Jim Jordan, people like James Comer are going to try to use the powers that they have in Congress to find out who these grand jurors are, expose them, and literally put a bullseye on their back. Uh, I just yeah, and real quick, they, that Trump just, uh, uh, Truth Social, sent out that he hasn't been indicted, he's been indicated. <laughs> hey, you know. Mary, can I jump Sorry. in, whatever? Yeah, just give me one second, Jim, because okay. I, I, I want to uh, build on what Kurt said. The legal aspects of this are monumentally important. Absolutely. But I, right now, the only worry among us is, is Jen. I want to stick, and obviously Jen has, has her own human perspective. As I'm well, a human first. I know. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I'm not going to bring everyone down with legal shit, Mary. No, no, I don't think it's bringing anybody down. We need to understand this so we can counter the insanity that's going to come from um, the Republicans in Congress, which, by the way, will be a huge breach of the rule of law and and what it means uh, to um, have separation of powers and all that other stuff. So, so let's we'll get to that later. But I, I do. I want anybody who has been saying, and look, I know we got we got faked out, we got demoralized, we got impatient, um, and then the grand jury went on a three to four week hiatus. So I understand the frustration, but I think it pushed some people to say, you know, this one's not that important. It's just so first. It's going to kind of taint or undermine the more serious indictments that are potentially come out of, coming out of Fulton County, Georgia or the Jack Smith investigation, to which I say this, first of all, when is the last time a, a white man as powerful as Donald Trump was held accountable for something that's comparatively speaking minor? I don't think it's minor. It is comparatively speaking, you know, compared to stealing classified documents and inciting an insurrection and trying to rig an election. But... This is the kind of thing that most really powerful rich white guys just get, it just gets swept under the rug. No president's ever been indicted. That's right. So, so in that regard alone, it isn't nothing. And you know what, guys? This is the first time in his entire criminal life 
And not just criminal. The man has caused incalculable damage to countless people over the course of his life. This is some measure of justice for those who will never get their day in court. Let's please not minimize it, but celebrate it and feel like we can feel some vindication here. And as I, I wrote earlier, we've been hearing time and time again that the, the wheels of justice grind slow. We're going to watch them grind fine. Aren't we, Gentiles? <laughs> Gentiles. I'm just, so I'm just talking. You're giddy. You're giddy. <laughs> it's, it's not even giddy. It's, um, it's I just, I'm bathed, my whole life is now bathed in endorphins. All the light is beautiful. Everything is good and right about the world. I am meeting with God. I literally <laughs> was jumping up and down in my house. I was so full of energy of happiness that I opened my front door in my little college town and I shouted yay out the front door and I shut the door and then I opened the door and shouted Merry Christmas! And um, but uh, there's no there's no but. I, 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 what I'm shocked about is people who I know um, in the know said, well, there's going to be a three-week hiatus and I was like, okay, I'm just going to chill out and I had a very late night getting ready for uh, the Booked Up podcast today and I took a late afternoon nap and I literally was asleep. And it, what's so funny is I, our thing is that we haven't been able to sleep through the night ever, you know, ever since the last few weeks. And I was finally sleeping like a baby. And I woke up to a living dream. Um, I'm super happy. But, uh, the, but yeah, the legal thing I'm excited about that I actually know is <clears throat> what will happen next after the arrangement. Well, I'm very excited about fingerprinting and booking photos. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, also, it's electronic. I've never heard that ink. Never uttered before. And fingerprinting. once the arraignment is, is done, at that point, um, Donald Trump has, um, his lawyers will have the ability to file a motion <clears throat> to try to dismiss or reduce the indictment. And there's like a statute. And, you know, it's, in other words, Yes, he's going to do the usual things that he would do, but it's not, the indictment doesn't go away in the meanwhile. You know how sometimes, you know, you'll do something, get a new judge with the Mar-a-Lago thing, or you'll get this, like, injunctions overturned or whatever. No, the indictment is the indictment is the indictment, and it's going to be there. He's not going to be able to get it overturned. He's going to try, and then boom. That's, you know, it's gonna go right. jail. And boom, yeah. we're going to get Fulton County, and then boom, boom, we're going to get jail. It's just, it's just going to be a delicious celebration <laughs> of justice. <laughs> and, you know, march within like a lion, out like a fucking land of slaughter. And I don't, I have nothing to say Mimi. other than this is a joyous occasion because no one deserves accountability more than the sky, and of course, innocent until proven guilty. Of course. Of course. Everything is alleged. Except, I'm sorry, you know what, except Georgia. I, I am a hearing person. I heard the audio tape. Brian, I, the media has, uh, present company accepted, uh, fell for it again. And first thing I want to ask, or it's sort of a ritual, 
It's wondering, I shouldn't have them, babe. They're going to have to take a break. We haven't learned our lesson. We never will. We dance to the Donald's beat. <laughs> when he comes out and sings, what is it? with an aria. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was quite something. Yeah, what, a, what a damning indictment. He danced to Donald. That was beautiful. I love to hear your voice, Brian. Listen, man. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a night. You cannot see it. You missed your calling, Brian. You missed your calling. Oh, no, no. I just do this as a sidebar. I mean, Mary's got guitars behind her. You two should really get together. That's hey. Hey. I'll, I'll say this. We won't learn because we're all tuned into the money. And Donald uh, brings the... the uh, when he steps out on stage, the, you know, the whole theater fills up. People want to watch the fool on stage. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Um, Jen pointed to something I really agree with. I think it's going to be, uh, uh, this is just, this is the jam. Where's the body blow? Where's the uppercut? That's all still coming. Yep. Watching Donald freak out over this is absolutely, to me, hilarious. I, I remember one day in the White House, I walked upstairs uh, into Upper Press. And mind you, I was, what, 20 feet away from the Oval Office, and I can remember Donald screaming, screaming at, at uh, his chief of staff to turn the, the heat down in, in the Oval Office. <laughs> Rance versus, you know, like, you know, Rance was there only to turn the, the heat up or down for your Donnie. <laughs> as, as chief of staff, or want to do, it's not like yeah. it's a powerful but, position or anything. Yeah, I'm really powerful. Where, where's the thermostat? But, um... Watching that and listening to that that day, I can well imagine the the histrionics that are behind oh, the ketchup and yeah. uh, ketchup and all the uh, high stock and hinds like <laughs> go up. But um, what we need to learn from this from the press, what I continue to say that we need to learn from the press is there's a fine line between reporting the news and reporting the entertainment of the news. And we have fallen so often for Donald's garbage that we uh, that today, this is real, this is an indictment, first time in American history that an American president, former, current, whatever, has been indicted. We need to respect that as a, as, as a story, but at the same time, don't give in to Donald because Look, Mary, what he did, what he's doing, he's already set the precedent for trying to bring out more violence. He went to West Coast, Texas, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Branch Davidians. Now, the Branch Davidians, the modern militia movement was born from that. Stockpiling of weapons was born from that. The idea of the deep state was all born from that. Well, gee, what is that? That's three planks that stick in the Donald's face. Those are the, the people who venerate the people who died at Waco are core Donald Trump supporters. And when he said this is the last battle, and he came out and said this was an already, he said it's an attack on free and fair elections, we can't give him the oxygen to let him in, in, uh, flame his base so that violence will ensue. Yeah. And tell you it's going to ensue anyway, but you know, we live in a violent country. And a, and a couple of reminders of what what was being celebrated uh, at the rally in Waco. First of all, we don't we don't know what happened. I mean, it was a horrible incident. I the you know the FBI made serious missteps, um, but we we there's evidence plenty of evidence that the fires were set by David Koresh's people. We don't know. However, okay. However, what they're celebrating besides the uh, anti-government. Um, the extremist anti-government actions and rhetoric of people like David Koresh, 
and Timothy McVeigh. They're also celebrating a man who raped children. Okay? Yeah. So a Christian. Yes. And and the apocalyptic quasi religious language Donald was using at that rally comes directly from people like David Koresh, who again raped children. This is what they celebrate. So we're celebrating the rule of law. We're celebrating the fact that this man is can no longer claim to do anything he wants with impunity. But Kurt, you know, this I think that, that, that two things can be happening simultaneously. I think on the one hand, this weakens him. On the other hand, in, in the eyes of many people, not his cult followers. But on the other hand, I think it, it ramps up the potential for danger. Um, what's your take? Those are absolutely true. Um, there's no doubt that the specter of an indicted person becoming the standard bearer for one of the two major political parties in America um, is, is both unthinkable, but also very likely implausible. Uh, and we've already seen just before the indictment happened, the relentless threats and attacks that the Manhattan DA's office endured and that's before they even did anything, just for even investigating something, uh, that's going to intensify. I mean, again, we've, we've learned after January 6th that the rhetoric is more than just for show, that these people, these cult-like followers, interpret them as marching orders, and they act on them. Uh, you know, the, the reality is, before it's all said and done, you know, there's going to be situations where courtroom proceedings are disrupted by bomb threats, where protests outside of courtrooms where Donald Trump's criminality is being uh, you know, adjudicated uh, you know, will be met with violence. Um, you know, and no one would love to be you know, more wrong about that than I am, but I, but I just think that's what's going to happen, and that's, and that's by design. That's what they want to happen. And when you look at how the, the actors with the biggest megaphones at their disposal have conducted themselves, where we're seeing the you know, exchanges that Rupert Murdoch had privately referring to Donald's actions as criminal, but what they broadcast on their news on their news networks, on their propaganda networks, was everything but that, um, you know, that that's just going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. And, I mean, at this point, folks, these people have turned a mass shooting that killed children in schools into some bizarre fixation going after trans community and LGBTQ people. So if they're willing to do that when it comes to just kids being murdered in schools, what, I mean, there is no low too low for them to go when it comes to defending, you know, their, their cult leader, Donald Trump. As well yeah, as and, will go lower. Right, they will. And, and Kurt, you know, you, you're one of the people out there who has been alerting us to and hammering on the fact that there will be violence. And we saw in New York that law enforcement is taking this seriously. You know, they are they they do not want a repeat of January 6th, but it's not just organized violence we need to be worried about. You know, I mean, and, and I think everybody, uh, every nerd has been saying some version of We've got to be really worried about this Picasso terrorism. You know, it's, I mean, this is not a, this is not a joke. 
Um, I mean, not that they believe, like, in their mind, the next thing that they feel like they need to do is some kind of show of force in order to scare everybody, you know, to back away from going after Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And so how that how that activity will manifest itself, I really shudder to think about what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be peaceful. Uh, and it's entirely predictable and also avoidable if people actually in the Republican Party acted responsibly and cared about stopping violence. But again, this is the same group of people who just last week decided to take the Oversight Committee on a field trip to visit January 6th prisoners. So that's right. That's right. Uh, Brian, hang on one second. Hang on one second, because I, I just want to uh, build on that quickly. Um, it isn't it's not just the culture. It's the culture. And I'm really glad you brought up uh, mass shootings in schools, Kurt, because just as a, a statistic, there have been over 2,500 school sh uh, mass shootings in, I don't know, not in a not very long period of time. Out of those, three, maybe four, were carried out by trans or non-binary mm -hmm. people, which is barely point, you know, barely a tenth of one percent. Uh, the vast, vast, overwhelming majority of those shootings are carried out by white men. I yep. don't see that we're trying to ban them. We'd be better, no offense, uh, present company accepted, but, you know, maybe that wouldn't be a bad idea. But, um, Ryan, I think we have to take them at their word. They yeah. see children slaughtered in the most horrific possible way in school. Oh, what dear. should be safe and what do they do? They expand gun rights. They expand the ability for a larger pool of people to own weapons of mass death. That's what we're dealing with. Well, first of all, quick update. Just got a word from the Manhattan DA's office. They've been in touch with Donald Trump's attorney. They're going to arrange his uh, surrender. Uh, we'll see how that happens. Uh, are we going to get wait, wait, wait. Is there more, Brian? What? That's all that he said, Brian. I just want to let you know we just got off the phone with his attorney and we're arranging his Hi, cutie. quote surrender. So that's all I can tell you. Wait. That's uh, and Brad has your private number or what? I'm going to tell you my sources. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jen, Jen, can you check out the you private tweet? I Jen. tried. Wait. Sorry, this is important. Jen, can yes. you check out the private tweet? Uh, private uh, chat. And then, um, as yeah. far as, yeah, it, look, everybody who ever commits a, a horrific murder, a mass, mass murder, a mass shooting, I'm sorry, everyone I've ever covered, these people are nuts. So whether they're trans, bi, straight, you know, no sane person walks in and picks up a gun and starts mowing people down. The problem is that, and what really hacked me off, I was on the Hill today talking to Josh Hawley, of all people. I said, listen, man, you, it, at the very least, I have relatives or in-laws who live on farms who have stockpiled more weapons in some small countries, and they think it's too much. They're tired of it and want something done. What are you going to do? And he's like, Kurt said, all these carrots about, well, we got to investigate this case because they may be insane and, 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 you know, transgender. I go, dude, they're all insane. The first one I covered in 92 was in Luby's, and a guy drove through the front uh, window of a Luby's restaurant, mowed down 23 people, stuck a gun under his head, and ended it. These people are not sane. The problem is you got to make sure that they don't get guns. 
and these people are more interested in them having guns because right now, as I said, they support Donald Trump and they want to threaten people with violence. So if you're no. not going to get Steve Scalise to do anything about this and he got shot in a mass shooting, yeah. you're not going to get these people to do anything about it. And that's the sad part. This guy actually walked into Trump's White House after he got mowed down smiling that, you know, guns are free and legal. I've got, dude, you're, you're lucky you're breathing air. Right. But, but you know, Brian, it's not just the people who, who do the mass shootings or anything. It's the people who keep the, who are like, well, yeah, we, let's just give them more access right. to more guns. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, and, and that, I think, that's, it's the, Kurt, thank you so much. I know you probably have a very long night ahead of you. It was awesome <laughs> to have you, and uh, we will absolutely be talking soon. Bye. See you here, my brother. Um, yeah, it is, uh, that's the context in which everything needs to be seen and understood. It's the entirety of the Republican Party. They will stop at nothing. And then we have news now that uh, Ron DeSantis, who I guess finally realized that um, things aren't going well for him. I, I mean, he hasn't even declared his nomination yet, but the trial balloons are full of lead, apparently. And, and it's not going well for him, but uh, we do ha we have news out of Florida, don't we? And can you walk us through it and let us know what it means? Yes, so uh, we do. Um, Ron DeSantis has just tweeted something out, and I will tell you what he said, and then I'll give you my response. I think you'll like it. Uh, so he said, the weaponization of the legal system to advance a political agenda turns the rule of law on its head. It's un-American. The Soros-backed Manhattan uh. District Attorney has consistently bent the law to downgrade felonies and excuse criminal misconduct. Yet now he is stretching the law to target a political opponent. Last time I checked, Trump was more likely Ron's opponent and not um, not a political opponent of Bragg or whatever. Okay, and then this is the key thing. Florida will not assist in an extradition request given the questionable circumstances at issue with this Soros-backed Manhattan prosecutor and his political agenda. Uh, so Soros, Soros, hey, I get the Jew call there. Uh, but here's what I responded. I quote tweeted him, oh, governor. It's embarrassing to see a grown man grovel. But, you know what I'm thinking? Even if Florida can extradite him, I'm pretty confident Disney World can. <laughs> and for those of you who aren't aware, Ron uh, uh, this has been going after Disney um, in various ways. In, in How a, would Disney um, be able just, to indict you know, him? A temper tantrum over the fact that Disney is, is tolerant of diversity and they did an end run around him <laughs> which is a beautiful thing and it, it takes takes out what a major plank of of his uh t potential mm. uh 2024 campaign. Charged with obstruction. Um, so i don't know man <laughs> i do want to say this i i actually recorded a show yeah, yourself. today that won't won't be air <laughs> airing anymore uh, because we're doing this but um, I talked about, um, it was before the indictment, obviously, and I talked about how expectations kind of got scrambled and um, that we kind of need to take a step back and really that nobody, nobody said anything about a potential indictment or arrest. Nobody except Donald. So, you know, we were all running around with our, our heads cut off 
because malignant narcissist, uh, pathological liar, lied. And uh, there was a, a very, you know, and I, I said that there is absolutely nothing Donald Trump will do to sway what a district attorney out of Manhattan decides to do vis-a-vis -vis an indictment. Alvin Bragg may not indict, or sorry, the grand jury may not indict, they may, but Alvin Bragg is going to do his job, no matter how big a temper tantrum Donald throws, no matter how many threats Donald levels at him, and I just saw on Twitter this incredibly reason, reasonable, calm, straight up, just the facts, ma'am, statement, uh, which was um, which came from a spokesperson in Bragg's office this evening. We contacted Mr. Trump's attorney to coordinate his surrender to the Manhattan DA's office for arraignment on a Supreme Court indictment, which remains under seal. Guidance will be provided when the arraignment date is selected. And Brian, that's exactly the kind of stuff I want to be hearing out right. of the district attorney's office. I don't think there's any doubt that. You know, first of all, who cares if Ron DeSantis doesn't cooperate with the Manhattan District Attorney's He's just kissing butt to the Donald supporters. That's all that is. And at the same time, he's getting killed by Trump, at least in, in those uh, supermarket polls that they take it, you know, where you can fill out four or five forms at a time that Donald loves to quote. Um, but it's the simple fact of the matter is, look, the man is indicted. He'll be indicted again soon elsewhere, then he's going to get a third one, he's going to get a fourth one. And he can threaten all the violence that he wants. As I said before, it's easier to break a law than it is to prosecute someone for breaking the law. And with a former president, it's really hard. So the patients paid off. They did their job. Bragg did his job. They, to, Jen, to your point earlier, they just need, a, they don't need, it without a doubt, to indict. They need you know, a preponderance of evidence. But I wouldn't doubt that, that they took an extra step in this case because I'm sure Bragg wants to give himself a conviction. But nonetheless, they don't need that to, to indict. It's probable cause. Yeah, yeah probable cause gets the indictment, right? So as, at, at the same time, after that probable cause is established, I'm sure he went through and said, all right, we got this, you know what, nail, we got him, let's do it. And I don't think there's. I've always thought that this was the um, was the one that he could easily, most easily defend. But I think that uh, what comes after is what's going to be interesting. And as I, I think I've told and said here before on this show, I know for a fact that uh, there are representatives from the Department of Justice involved in all the investigations with and ongoing about Donald Trump. So I do know that there is. Well, there isn't, a, you know, they're not in lockstep with the communication. I'm sure, you know, they're going, all right, number one. All right, now tomorrow, number two, then number three. And then at the end of the day, it'll be, it'll be Merrick Garland going, and here we go, trumping Trump. Number 10, you're out. Sign in, please. So I think it's going to proceed in a, in a, a logical, Mary, to your point, a logical pace. And it, it's going to be fun to watch after having all those deaths. Yeah, it is, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and that's going be for four years. After being threatened and being, you know, and, and browbeaten by his minions. It is of some measure of sanity that today he was indicted. 
Right, and and that's what you know. That's what I said earlier. It's like th there is some measure of justice here, and it may not be enough. Like I don't know that it's enough for me. It may not be enough for uh, you know all of those contractors who stiffed over the decades. It may not be enough for uh, the the people who kept from renting in these apartment buildings simply because they were black because he's such a fucking racist. It may, it's definitely not enough for all of the people who died from COVID because of him. But it's a start, and it isn't nothing, and we need to hang on to that. And well, uh, I'm, I'm just going to get the mud shot. I'm going to hang it yeah, up. I, I'm going to get the mud shots going on the wall. And then the second one, and then the third one. You're the second person who said that, and I'm like, unless it's on a... Well, I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, I'm not putting a picture of him up in any circumstance on my wall, but I understand the impulse. But Jen, here's the thing. First of all, I uh, we have um, the fact that people like Nikki Haley, Jim Jordan, all of them are come and and as we just saw with DeSantis, uh, saying it's illegitimate, and you know they know as much as we do about what is in these sealed indictments. Um, and which, by the way, I don't know if, if somebody already said this, I apologize, but uh, his Donald's defense attorneys have acknowledged that they have already agreed uh, to surrender. So, uh, sorry, Ron, you don't get any points for that. Bummer. Uh, so, Jen, I mean, what do we do about that? Because it, it just goes back to Kurt's point. This, they are united in their anti-democratic, pro-autocratic uh, push to um, to destroy this country. Let's be clear. Yeah, Donald you know, said it explicitly. They are coming for us. This is not their day. No. This is not their day. And However, he is still trying to, right now, I just got an email, he's trying to fundraise off of it already. You know, of course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> it's always... And he will. Mary, I love what you said, you know, it's, it's not enough, but it's something. And this is the very first something since mashed potatoes report. <laughs> I know that makes you laugh. And you know what? I never met your father, Mary, but I, I'm tipping my hat to him right now. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Wish you were here for it. Because Although, wasn't it Robert? Wasn't it Robert who poured the mashed potatoes on his head? But How dare you? It was my father. Yeah. Robert's a horrible human being. No, it was my. It was my dad. Oh, your dad did it because my was dad was mean to Robert. Oh, gee, right? exactly. Oh and, man! And look, guys, everybody out there, right? <laughs> I want you to spread the word. This is a version of having a bowl of mashed potatoes dumped on his stupid head. Because he was being a bully. Because he was being a bully to somebody smaller and weaker than he was. And here we are. Finally, the mashed potatoes are being uh, used, are being uh, deployed appropriately. You know, I want to say this thing, Mary, because, you know, we're joyful and so on. And, you know, we are not the DA, right? Like, people are like, well, we shouldn't do this. You know what? The people, in all, the people who are responsible... The prosecuting stuff, they do their thing. I know I'm a, a citizen, and I know from reading your book and the details of his life that this is a really, really terrible person. I mean, from his child, mm -hmm. from his childhood onward, we see what he's done. And you know how they always say, you know, one of the signs of gravity is you know, how do how do children treat animals and so on. 
how about how their children treat other children? Your uncle threw rocks at a baby. You're laughing. I mean, there's nothing good no, about this I mean, this I'm not laughing. I mean, it's like... I mean, he's an awful, awful person, and he... Right. That, you know, he's, he's, I don't even want to go through the list of things. 74 so million I, people. I... I yes. have no shame right in celebrating the fact that the law is catching up for him, and it couldn't happen to a worse human being. Well, it could, but unfortunately, they're in hell right now. Like but I want exactly. to share something with you. This just came from CPAC. March match last said, We believe that the authoritarian punishment of political opponents is deeply un-American and is more akin to the proceedings of a kangaroo court in a corrupt third world banana republic. Wrong, Matt. If we didn't bring him to justice, that would be the third world banana republic. He's lucky he's I, not being charged with assault. Yeah. No kidding. Matt. I have a question for both of you. Well, I isn't he? Um I have a question for both of you. They can they can spin this and they're going to spin this however they want. It's Banana Republic, which again, it's all about projection with these people. They are always blaming the left for everything they're doing. Yes. Donald has perfected this art. Um, but how do they get around the fact that somebody was sent to jail, not for committing the crime, Donald committed, but for helping Donald commit the crime. Brian doesn't know who you're talking about. He's never met that person. Yeah, yeah. I said Michael. I don't really like mentioning his name, but, but you know, I mean, that's okay. He's a criminal. Michael Cohn is a criminal who went to prison and, you know, paid his dues, I guess, to some extent, uh, for the crime of helping Donald Trump commit the crime that Donald Trump is now accused of. How do they... I mean, I know they can do anything because they're such grifters and liars. But seriously, like, when 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 it all shakes out, how do they get around that? They don't have logic, and in, in fact, you know, Donald himself has divorced himself from Michael Cohen and said what Michael Cohen did on his own and had nothing to do with Stormy Daniels, and that Michael Cohen is a bad person and that he's a good person and. He kicked Michael Cohen to the curb because Michael Cohen was a criminal. The only thing Michael Cohen was convicted of doing was paying off Stormy Daniels and lying about it and going to jail for Donald Trump. I'm sorry. That's what Michael Cohen went to prison for. And you can say it any other, any other way you want, but I'm, that's just the way the Donald rolls. I mean, I... It, 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 it's, it's like watching an egg, you know, that it can't roll straight no matter what it does. And at the end of the day, it's going to fall off the edge of the table and splatter it all over the place. That's Donnie. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, I know you guys have other... It's probably going to be a busy night for all the notes. Um, so I'm incredibly grateful that you were able to hop on because I know, you know, we, we had a very tough show on Tuesday and people were stressed out and... Um, it's a very long time coming. So before we end, just for both of you, starting with uh, Brian, just last word, and how are you celebrating tonight? Uh, I'll be doing a lot of TV and radio for the next four or five hours. Yeah. And then as I am a son of Kentucky, I will be pulling out the, uh, probably either the Evan Williams or the, no, I, I think it's going to have to be Wild Turkey. I think that's the appropriate drink for this evening. A couple of shots of Wild Turkey, 
and then I'll have to get up and go to work tomorrow morning in the White House and listen to everybody say, all the reporters go, golly gee, let's go interview Donnie. <laughs> then, uh, then I'll start drinking heavily again. That's going to be tough with a hangover. My <laughs> I won't get a hangover, I'll just stay drinking. <laughs> there you go. I'm yes. reading now, are you seeing this, that uh, John Miller tells Aaron Burnett that his sources say Trump's charges are 34 counts related to falsifying yeah. business records. Nice. Yeah. I, I've got that too, yeah. I think uh, we, a lot of, I don't know if this goes, be, I don't know if this goes beyond, well maybe it's both I think the it Stormy does. Daniels and the other, um, what was her name, Karen McDougal, or maybe it goes beyond this. We'll have to well, say. So. Just really quickly, Jen, before oh, yeah, you yeah. do your wrap-up, I, I, I've been thinking this for a while, again, even though I'm not a lawyer, I think that Bragg isn't playing. He is he is digging deep and going you know, to town. again, not that the charge of paying hush money isn't a serious one because of the election fraud implications, but there's so much else that was going on before that. I don't I don't think this is just one or two or three or four charges. I think we're looking at something very complex and comprehensive, uh, and at least that that seems to be. I mean, thirty-four. Holy shit! Well, I, that's not a number I had in my head. Anyway, Jen, last word. How are you celebrating? Well, uh, like Brian, I'm already scheduling um, the. Uh, I've already done a couple. I've done interviews, so I'm going to be dealing. I'm going to be drinking um, probably diet coke for a while, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'm that. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm just going to be jumping around, dancing around. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to we'll keep you awake. Yeah. I'm going to maybe put on some Springsteen because I don't know if you know this, Mary. I'm going to be going to see Bruce Springsteen live. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to, I'm going to be listening to some Springsteen in between, uh, of course. Hits. of course. All right. That sounds like a plan. I, um, I too wish I could be. I don't have champagne because, like everybody else, I got faked out. So I, I didn't pick up my Vuv Cliquo. Um, but I got some vodka in the house, and unfortunately, it's going to have to wait until like 11 o'clock because uh, I've got a couple of other things. To, although I, I may, I, you know what? I, I uh, was on Katie, I was on with Katie Harris earlier and on her Instagram live, and I'm like, is it okay if I'm drinking champagne while I'm with you? And I obviously didn't have any. But I may, I may have to because, uh, I mean, come on, this is extraordinary. <laughs> this is history. It's, it's happening. I'm so happy. Flush up. Brian Caram, Jen Taub, Kurt Bordella. I seriously, you nerds. I uh, this this is what makes the celebrations even better. I get to share them with you, everybody listening. Thank you so much. Um, and, uh... There's something, Mary, there's, there's something you say on Passover, which is, like, next year in Jerusalem, is the thing. I mean, you know, when they, you know, we have to get together in person, you know. Next time, live mm -hmm. in New York, you know. Yeah, Ryan, can you get yourself to New York at some point? Oh, it's compulsory. This has yeah, to happen. Brian's not in New York. He's being coy. Soon. I, I will always be in New York. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not there yet. So when, <laughs> when I get there, uh, you know, all right. So we're just going to end the show now. I just want to remind everybody that we've got a, it's not House of Forest, but we've got a new show happening uh, tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern, 
9 a.m. Pacific. It's called The Wrap with Mary Trump. And you're going to hear me ranting about some of the news that happened this week that we didn't actually cover uh, with the nerds. So stay tuned for that. Rant, baby. Rant. Ben, Brian, Kurt, thank you guys so much. And have a blast uh, doing the Snoopy dance to celebrate <laughs> Indictment Day. All right, everybody. Be safe. Be kind. We will see you soon. March Bye. 30th, new holiday. Fucking too long, hard years. Wait for this shit. About fucking time. It's about damn time. <clears throat> right. Fed my aminals. Cleaned my kitchen. Made some coffee. And I'm not bad. Kind like a cafe mocha. I'm Mr. B. Mr. B. Oh yeah, Mr. B. We did it, Mr. B. We did it, Mr. B. We did it. We did it, puppy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was freaking great. Okay, good enough. Ah, that's Politicon. Here are the comments. Let's see here. You're still there. I think you are. Yes, you are. Hello. KAMP Student Radio at the University of America. No, of arid stone. <laughs> and keep your white teeth, puff all your kids. Tribal radio, tribal radio, tribal radio. Here are the comments. I'm a progressive Democrat from Red, soon dead Indiana. I had to look outside my state my entire life for like minds in the world. Thank you, Mary, so much for what you do and being here for us. Much love to you, Jen Taub, and our cub reporter, Brian Karam. Convict45, we're here for you, Patty. 
I'm especially happy for you, Mary. You deserve a great deal of credit for all you have done and continue to do for, to defend our democracy. Yes, finally, Republican fascist leader Donald Jackass Trump indicted. No one had above the law. I just finished your book, Mary, the first one. First, you finally wrote a book about your uncle. I was glad to buy it, knowing the money was going to you. Second, your family produced you, and it is a testimony to your strength and ability to survive that you've become such a voice of reason. I'm proud of you. Finally getting some vindication for yourself and your brother. Third, you're the best Trump. By far, thanks for being brave and not letting your history crush you. Yeah. You are the best Trump, Mary. Okay, um, hooray from Canada. The four of you brought laugh darn smiles out in me tonight to know finally there's going to be action against this horrible man. Regenerates my faith in the justice system. Unfortunately, this should have been happen happened years ago. So for all the people and businesses that he screwed, this one is for you. Thanks, Mary. You go, Mary Trump. Congrats. Happy for you, Mary, and everybody who supports democracy. Congratulations to the good Trump. What happened to that case against Diaper Dawn? <laughs> Stealing your inheritance. <laughs> let's see. I just... Okay, let's see here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Mr. Bragg. <clears throat> okay. Let's see here. I think I'm gonna go on like uh, Comedy Central. I got comedy. They follow me, by the way. Comedy. Yeah, streaming. Mm, that's fine. Go to the Throwback Edition. Nah. I guess go on um, Comedy Central on Twitter, so I can post my little stand-up. Let's see what's trending on Twitter. What's trending on Twitter New York? As it was, Social Security. Snowflake Mike Pence, Virginia Storm Prediction Center, Def Leppard. <laughs> Angus Young, Clarence. Kimberly, Secret Invasion, Christopher Walken. Manhattan DA hits it out of the park. He's <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, eating that uh, like whipped cream. Smile, smiley face. 
my um my stand-up comedy response for you Stephen Cooper can I be a correspondent tag people okay Stand up. Uh. Okay, what else? Uh. Uh, Daily Wildcat. Oop. Two more people, Daily Wildcat. Young Dumbs and Women's March. Hi there, welcome back. Thanks and welcome back to my comedy show. Guess you all know the great news about uh, Deborah Dunn getting her. <laughs> It'd be fun if you get a couple more criminal indictments tomorrow. <laughs> Hi there, welcome back. Thanks and welcome back to my comedy show. Guess you all know the great news. What's going on? Where's the, uh... Hey. Hey, don't fucking scratch your fleas on my pillow. Get out the ice cream baseball helmets. We're feeling a little extra American today. A night I will never forget. <clears throat> Author Clinton graces us with a reading of his poem all at once from his new book, Above Ground. Hmm. Redwoods are on fire in California. A flood submerges a neighborhood that sat quiet on the coast for three centuries. A child takes their first steps and tumbles into a father's arms. Two people in New Orleans fall in love under an oak tree whose branches bend like sorrow. A 
forests of seeds are planted in new soil. A glacier melts into the ocean and the sea climbs closer to the land. A man comes home from war and holds his son for the first time. A man is killed by a drone that thinks his jug of water is a bomb. Your best friend relapses and isn't picking up the phone. Your son's teacher calls to say he stood up for another boy in class. A country below the equator ends a 20-year civil war. A soldier across the Atlantic fires the shot that begins another. The scientists find a vaccine. What happened to the fucking volume? It's weird. <clears throat> um, Dale to the thief. Manhattan DA, Fannie Willis, Bonnie, excuse me, Bonnie Willis, <clears throat> and uh, Tish James. Expel them all. Fourteenth Amendment, bitches. Hi there, welcome back, thanks, and welcome back to my comedy show. Just in honor of the great news about uh, Deborah Dunn getting indicted. Wouldn't it be fun if you get a couple more criminal indictments tomorrow? Who's going to need a cheeseburger mule? Time for Trump to meet Bubba. It's the greatest indictment of all time. Big, strong guys with tears in their eyes tell me. And you're amazing, sir. This indictment is amazing, sir. Many people are saying this. Hi, Doug. Okay, so, um, it's the Jimmy Kimmel. <clears throat> Justice Democrats. Mm, Citizens for Ethics. Late Show. Arizona Public Media. 
Modest Touch Podcast, Occupy Democrats. Eh, how about Democratic Coalition? Democrats. Democracy Dockets. One more person. 